welcome to the Beyond Green 365 podcast. This podcast educates homeowners on how to make healthier choices when updating, remodeling, or building a new home. Step Beyond Green to Healthy supports, advocates, and educates for healthier indoor environments. We make every effort to offer healthier options and learning opportunities. However, our assistance is not specific medical advice for any one person and or medical condition. For specific medical advice, please contact your physician. The content provided by Step Beyond Green to Healthy is for your information only. Any application of this information is your responsibility entirely. Here is your host, Jonathan Sinovic. Welcome, everybody, to the Beyond 365 podcast brought to you by Step Beyond Green to Healthy. I'm no other than Jonathan Sinovic, your host for today. And my guest is Krista Ozer. She's going to be talking about EMFs. And if you don't know what that stands for, we're, we're going to divulge right into that right away in the very beginning. But Krista's only 23 years old. She's one of our youngest guests we've had on the podcast so far. And she started her journey only three and a half years ago. And what's unique about that is that if you think about it, that's, that's not that long ago. And the fact that she's developed a passion for being certified in the EMF field and is getting ready to do testing in homes to help people solve problems that might be caused by EMF. She's a Racine native in Wisconsin, and she now lives in Waterford. She's got an associate's degree as well, and she's the first of her family. So like I said, the youngest of three and the first to get a degree in her family. She's pretty excited about that. She's an avid piano player and also enjoys playing pickleball. I can't be more excited to get the discussion started, so let's get going. Krista is with us today, and her journey through identifying and working through EMFs, as I've been sitting here chatting with her, is extremely unique and unfortunately not so unique. I think it's very relatable. I think it's one of those things that we're going to learn a lot today um, about EMFs. But I think before we start on, on the journey, EMFs, I think we should define the audience what what does EMF even stand for? So EMF is really a very broad term, and it stands for electromagnetic fields. So these electromagnetic fields, there's three different types. There's frequency field or radio frequencies, magnetic fields, and electric fields. And so essentially, EMFs is electromagnetic electromagnetic <laughs> it's not an easy word i'm not gonna it's lie not, ah, electromagnetism <laughs> um Ooh, that's even a harder yeah. word i was thinking magnet <laughs> you went to tisms <laughs> yeah and it's fields or waves and there's frequencies of those of those waves right so you think how many waves are there per minute so emfs are measured in waves per second or cycles per second and so that's where the different frequencies um, come in. And we can get more into that, of course, <laughs> as we go on. But generally speaking, yeah, EMFs are very complex, but also like they're not as confusing as they sound once you break it down. Got it, got it. And EMFs are kind of the buzzword that's come around in maybe the last three to five years. We're hearing more and more of it in the news and the, and the media, I think even on our on our uh, social media posts. Um, but it is not something that is, it is new to the world. I mean, EMFs have been around for centuries. I mean, this isn't something that is, is some suddenly popped up, right? Correct. Yeah. So there are actually natural 
uh, EMFs, like the earth, for example, has a magnetic field and yeah, there's, there's the natural EMFs. And then we have our artificial EMFs that we've brought into the picture via electricity, via radio frequencies with our phones and cell towers and uh, substations. And there's so many sources of all these different fields. It's, it's really inc- crazy what we've, we've been able to create. Yeah, so. It is. It is. And, and I look forward to getting the nitty gritty of, of it as, as we go on, but, but we, but your, your journey though, I mean, what's always fun when I interview pe- people on these podcasts is, is there's always a, a backstory to what, where we're going to be at today. Um, and so, and your backstory is, is, is phenomenal. So let's, let's talk a little bit about how even this subject matter came into play for, for you. Sure. So really starting when I was a kid, my mom would always tell us, me and my brothers, that we had to sit at least six feet away from the TV so that we wouldn't strain our eyes. And that I thought that was kind of nutty when I was a kid. I mean, you know, as a, a seven-year-old kid, you're that's the last thing you're thinking of. Like, you have no idea how all of these technologies work and how they work together. So you're like, okay, that's weird. And, you know, as a kid, I didn't really, like, think anything much about EMFs. I'd really had little to no clue that they even existed. And then as I got older, I started to pick up on more things. So for example, really, I I would say when my journey, quote unquote, started with EMFs was about three and a half to four years ago. I was 19 at the time. And I was just noticing, just feeling kind of off being around my phone. And especially for a long period of time, like I would just feel wired and I just, I didn't feel quite right. And I always noticed that I felt better when I was out in nature or doing other things around the house that weren't technology related. And one of the biggest markers for me was back maybe three years ago, I got my first pair of AirPods. And I was super stoked because like all my friends had them and I was just (laughs) so excited to start using them myself because, ooh, they're so cool. And I mean, they are convenient, right? Mm -hmm. And they're easy. You don't have to mess with having the wired earbuds. But then it was so weird. The first couple times I wore them or used them, I noticed my heart started having this like almost offbeat. So I was basically having heart palpitations and I didn't make the connection between the AirPods and EMFs in the, my heart. And at first I was like, Oh, that's gotta be, no, it's not related. And to be honest, for the longest time, I truly believed the whole EMF thing was kind of a conspiracy. (laughs) Like, Oh, that can't be, there's no way that can be true. Nah. So I just kind of lived in oblivion for a while until I actually experienced a negative, a real negative implication of the artificial radio frequency fields. So, so talk to me about, cause I think, I think interesting what you say there. So it was with the AirPods, but how did you, can you talk to us a little bit about how you didn't think it was real, right? I think most mm-hmm. people out there, I would arguably say we, we have this really interesting thing um, 
that we unless we can see it you know we don't believe it mm-hmm. uh and so you you obviously brought that up but there must have been something that triggered how did you analyze that it, it was the airpods i guess in order to believe that it yeah, was coming from that. yeah so after like the second time it happened oh, i would just the thought popped in my head oh maybe it is the airpods mm-hmm. and it was like maybe i'll try just like like putting them in for five minutes seeing what happens taking them out and then I think I was in the car with my parents going somewhere that was a couple of hours away or something. And so I put my AirPods in and then it started happening. My heart was like literally like skipping a beat. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take them out. And then literally like three minutes after I took them out, the palpitation stopped. It was so Hmm. weird. Yeah, it had to be bizarre. (laughs) Man, that's, yeah, it was crazy. And then it was kind of around that time, maybe shortly after that, I was just scrolling through Instagram. And <laughs> As most I, people do, by the way, that's not <laughs> unique to her. I know everybody listening right now. First of all, you're probably on some kind of social media right now. You're listening to this on. So everybody scrolls. It's yeah. all with part of nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And there's an account that I followed. I can't even remember the exact connection, um, but this, this girl that I followed, she had reposted something that caught my eye about EMFs. And so I like clicked on it and then it led me to this account with this girl has so much information about EMFs and 5G and the connection between you know our health and EMFs and how it's very real. And then the more I started clicking through and discovering more about just all this research that this lady has done i was like whoa like this really is real it's a problem and i was kind of well i was very blown away by it so (laughs) yeah well and it it hit home right i mean i I think the the most interesting thing about that is you weren't necessarily searching for it it happened to be Mm -hmm. something that was relatable to you that made you click on it to learn more but then you could immediately you know connect it back to something to something you're like well i didn't probably at the time, no, it was even EMF related with the AirPods. It was just mm-hmm. like, something's going on with the AirPods. I have them in, it's making my heart race. And then all of a sudden I take them out and they're fine. Well, what do I do now? Right? Like, right. What, is, what does it even mean? So and, I would imagine that was a little bit scary. I would think like, <laughs> is it unique yeah. to me? Is it something that's I going was on? like, man, what's wrong with my heart? <laughs> right? Like what in the world? But, but then even after I did it, like that first time I kept practicing or trying it over again just to see like okay am I really crazy here or is this really and then just every time I would put the airpods in take them out and then the palpitations would go away so yeah I'm I'm, 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 actually you're making like connectors for me like people have come up and said hey I've been tested I got nothing wrong and then something happens and all of a sudden I have a, a, a reaction to something and I'm I'm starting to make some connectors. So if you're, if you're listening right now, I mean, that is something that if, if you go into like a general practice and they're saying everything's fine, it might be something environmental that you're not even mm-hmm. making a, a, a connector. And we've had plenty of people on these podcasts that said, really, I never made the connection, right? It was mm-hmm. always something that everybody said, you're fine, you're fine. Then all of a sudden it dawned on me that I'm, I'm wondering if it's something I'm doing, right? And in this right. case, it, it was the AirPods. So, so that led you on the open and the thought process. Oh my gosh, so something's going on. But it, was it just the AirPods or did, 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 were you starting to find it elsewhere? 
Yeah, I was starting to find it elsewhere, too. So in my car, I have the whole Bluetooth system. I mean, who doesn't and, really? Well, I mean, let's yeah, just be honest. I mean, unless you have a car from the 1950s at this point, even. <laughs> right. You know, Which I think everybody. cool, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually <laughs> not realistic. About that. I yeah, I don't know about emissions anymore. But um, uh, yeah, so every car's got Bluetooth. Sorry. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's kind of interesting because what uh, you're about to say was fascinating to me. So mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah. So and then in my car, you know, with the whole computer system, Bluetooth, I was noticing driving around, like, I just, I felt off. Like my head always felt very like lightheaded and almost dizzy. Hmm. And sometimes I still get it once in a while, but I tried, or I thought of the Bluetooth. I was like, oh, maybe I should stop connecting my phone to it and just, you know, go on and manually turn off the Bluetooth in my car. So I did that and then I felt so much better driving around and now I just listen to the radio, but I mean, there's still, there's still frequencies, you know, coming. There is a radio by the right. way. I know people yeah. don't believe that, but yeah. the radio is still on in your car. They're still broadcasting. Yes. Yeah. But then you're, you're taking away the, the Bluetooth exposure, which is, yeah, Bluetooth is absolutely awful. <laughs> Which is eventually what you made the connection to the AirPods with. I mean, mm -hmm. although the Air, the Air, the AirPods, you were, uh, she was explaining to me earlier before the podcast that they can they communicate to one another, mm -hmm. right? right? And yep. then they also communicate to your phone. So you're kind of getting a double hit. You're getting the Bluetooth ex exposure, which we come to find out in EMF land is a major problem. Um, but well, also the pods were talking to one another, so they were using yep. another frequency set mm -hmm. to talk it. <laughs> And explain to me what you said about them talking <laughs> to each other. Yeah, so your the right your right AirPod and your left AirPod communicate to each other, right, on a different mm -hmm. frequency, and then those frequencies literally go right through your brain tissue, and yeah, it doesn't go around your head. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it goes no. Go, like, the shortest distance through. is between your yes. between your ears, and right? what's between your ears, your <laughs> right. brain, right? I mean, again, didn't until you said something to me about that. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I mean, it's not going to go around. Let's just let's right. be honest, right? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So the Bluetooth was a connector for you. I would also imagine that if you think about the newer cars, so this is, mm -hmm. I will say in the last like five years, now we have cellular links, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody's yep. linked. The cellular towers are, are linking to cars. We've got the Bluetooth. We've got the location pieces. So now we have another cellular level where the car is locating now on top of your phone's locating now. Mm -hmm. So when you start to, to think about if you're if you're having issues in your car, you know, it, it might not it might not just be solved by turning off the Bluetooth. There, there might be mul multiple layers to right. that, right? Yeah. I'm thankfully my car is not brand new. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not old either, but Thankfully, I don't have to try and figure out a lot of those pieces because I don't have navigation. I don't have the tracking or like the giant sound systems or all of that. But yeah, it's definitely something to be cautious of. And like if you are having problems in your car, whether that's you just feel lightheaded like I was or even nausea is a symptom of, mm. of you know, radio frequency exposure and yeah, I would just look into it and try and figure out what you can do to reduce that. Reduce yeah. that. So it's not just the car, though. So right. we've, we've 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 talked about the air. The AirPods are not part of the car, although they're they're Bluetooth mm -hmm. connectivity. But have have you have you found that there's things even like outside of the of the car that you find oh, yeah. yourself reacting to? Yeah. So another great example is I 
with my MacBook, like when I'm on there, I did school. So I did college online with Liberty University and it was great. Like it's really nice because it's flexible and you can do it on your own time. But I was finding that I was spending so much time in front of the computer screen that it was just making me, it made me feel woozy or like lightheaded. And then I also noticed like I've been having a lot of issues with my neck in the last year. And when you think about it, when you're sitting at a computer, like that radiation, where is that pointed to right towards your neck? Hmm. So it makes sense that that area would be highly affected by the EMFs. So that was also a point that I've connected with as well. And I've always noticed now that whenever I step away from my computer, like I feel better in general, especially when it comes to just my neck. Like I always be like messing with it or yeah. And it just gets all kinky when I'm sitting there in front of the computer typing or sure. whatnot. So hmm. and you also talked about you learned using your phone was also like scrolling, I think, or, or something mm-hmm. that you found long periods of time, because I think yeah. that's, that's kind of relatable as well. Yes. So something I've actually discovered pretty recently is that when I spend longer than 10 minutes on my phone, whether that's scrolling on Instagram or, you know, Googling something or email, checking emails or texting, I've been noticing that the tips of my fingers almost like go numb. Hmm. which is really weird. It's it's really, it's a really strange sensation to be completely honest. And of course, knowing what I know now with the EMFs and the radio frequencies and 5G, like it all makes sense. And I can make that connection of, you know, oh, so this is happening to my fingers, you know, scrolling on my phone. So maybe I should just not go on my phone as much like it's hard it's all this all keeps revolving around don't use your phone don't use your laptop turn off all the bluetooth it's it's so hard i mean obviously like in this day and age we can't live like cavemen like Mm -hmm. it's just it's not possible and it wouldn't be any fun to be honest (laughs) but also it's it's one of those things where i've also learned moderation is key because obviously we can't just get rid of all of these electronics but at the same time like it's Like we need to be aware of, you know, symptoms we're having and making the connection between possible EMF exposure and, and those symptoms. Yeah. And I think the, the, the critical takeaway here is, is identifying that again, the reason I brought up in the very beginning of this was you might assume that there's something wrong with you and you might go to a general practitioner, Mm -hmm. have scans done and have it come back with nothing. Right. And then you go, that doesn't make any sense. And I, and I hear those stories over and over and over again. And, and I guess what the reason I, I really want to talk about the, your journey through this is your, and what you're finding is because I think there's always a connector with someone listening that goes, oh, boy, I never maybe looked at it from that perspective. You know, it, it may be something that, that I'm doing um, and I'm not even aware of. And, and one of the things that I wanted to bring up is as, as we were talking before the, the podcast started is that in my car, um, I wear a, a Bluetooth watch, um, which she'll tell you is nothing that's connected to your body, <laughs> AirPods, watch, <laughs> anything is going to Bluetooth there, you got to get rid of it all, which by the way, she is not the first person I've talked to about EMFs that say that. So this is not a, it's not a Krista thing. This is the, the EMFs in general, you shouldn't be wearing smartwatches. Um, but 
what made me think of talking about my smartwatch was in my car, my car has the cellular, the Bluetooth, the location, my phones has those, those three things, right? Um, what I noticed though, is that recently, and I bring this up because they're changing the technology that it's getting harder to multi-connect, okay? And what I mean by that is that if you if I'm wearing a watch and my phone connects to the Bluetooth and my watch tries to connect to the Bluetooth and I've got my laptop who I didn't turn off in my car and it's trying to connect by, by, by Bluetooth, not every Bluetooth device is smart enough to handle multiple access points by Bluetooth. Now, the why is that important is because every time Bluetooth disconnects, just like cellular, it increases its its frequency and its output mm -hmm. to compensate to beat the next Bluetooth device. Okay. Cellular is mm -hmm. the same way. The further away you move from the tower, yep. the higher the frequency and the higher its output is to connect, stay connected to it. The reason I bring up this whole storyline is, is that I have multiple devices in my car that connect to Bluetooth. And when my watch is the loser, cause it's the dumbest device. Okay. <laughs> when my watch loses Bluetooth connectivity, I feel it vibrate. Now, for the first three years that I was wearing my watch, I was like, why does my watch vibrate? Now, in a Bluetooth disconnect, the watch does vibrate because everybody listening is going to go, well, when it disconnects, it vibrates. Agreed. Except that in when it didn't dis, when it didn't reconnect, the frequencies that my watch was putting out was causing my nervous system to believe it gave the sensation of vibration. So I could tell the increased capacity of my phone. And the only reason I made that connection was because I would lose longer trips when I was driving because I'm constantly on the road. The longer trip it was and my watch was disconnected, the more battery life it used. And its reason for it was it was trying to increase its trying to get higher on the food chain for the Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And so it was a weird sensation that over the years, I'm not going to lie, I've come to accept. But <laughs> I bring it up because as she was talking to me, probably I went, it happens to me, and I know that the watch isn't vibrating, but my nervous system thinks it's reacting, or it's, or it's not thinks, it's reacting to the frequency on, and it only happens on mm -hmm. the hand with my watch on it. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's, that's, I'm really glad you were able to make that connection. I mean, the, the human body is an antenna for all of these electromagnetic fields, because our bodies have, you know, its own natural magnetic fields, so then... Right. that attracts which which is a great point to bring up because i think a lot of the influencers or people that are out there talking about that will counter with natural emfs as well every everything has emfs and i think what we're learning on the research is uh, you brought up is that we have there there's emfs that we produce there's emfs that the, the, the earth produces um it's the layering of all of these other things and we've talked about it in multiple layers with stepping on green to healthy you know i mean there are natural you know vocs in the world right that doesn't yep. necessarily mean that you won't react to them it's still a naturally occurring I am, right? So we have to be careful when someone says, oh, well, I heard someone say that it's everything. There's natural EMS, not to worry about it. It's because just like what we've learned in, other, in previous podcasts is that just because it's natural doesn't mean you won't be affected by it. It doesn't mean it's going to have actually a negative impact on you. The earth could be having a negative impact on you. It's just part of the cycle of this exposure level. So I, I want to make sure that we get that out there because I know there's people thinking, well, I know I've heard all these stories about the world being just natural EMS. So why am I talking about it? So mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. did wanna, I did want to bring that up. Um, <laughs> anything that you else you want to talk about what what else has been going on i mean so so now we're, we're going to talk about this is in our in our next in our next pathway here we're going to talk about actual more in depth about emfs and 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 the testing for it but on your journey where 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 do you hope that by talking about where you've come from and this what do you hope gets the message out to people 
Well, I hope that, you know, this message can be relatable for people so that they can be able to make the connection on their own and be able to do practical things to reduce those EMF exposures. And I mean, they may really very well be, you know, otherwise perfectly healthy individuals, but then little things like with your your smartwatch in your car on your wrist vibrating when it wasn't connecting to Bluetooth, things like that, that, you know, trigger the a response from your body. And it's so important just to be aware of that. And so I think my hope is to bring awareness and also hope because, you know, this isn't all just doom and gloom. It's, I mean, we can do something about it. Of course, we're not, we can't perfectly fix all of the issues with EMFs, but we can help reduce that. So my, my hope is to bring hope. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I, th- I think it's, I think it's, it's important to start to make the connectors before we talk mm-hmm. about, you know, how to test for them and, yep. and, and things that, that we can do. And so the exciting thing is, is that, like she said, we have things that we can do and we're going to dive right into that when we come back in our next, in our part two of this EM, the journey into EMFs and how to reduce them. So thank you for your time today. Yeah, I'm so glad I can be here. Thank you. Step Beyond Green's mission is to create healthier indoor environments for us to live and work in. This is one of the ways that we do this. Please like, subscribe, or share this, as well as leave a comment below about this topic, or maybe it's a topic you'd like us to discuss in the future. As always, stay healthy. We'll see you next time.